0: In this morning's Tech Bite, we've got a quick guide to all the major announcements from Apple's spring-loaded event last night. Welcome to Stuff Magazine's Tech Byte, a quick wrap up of all the local and international tech news you may have missed. Apple's spring-loaded event has brought yet another very pretty announcement, a brand new iMac. Built from the ground up to take advantage of Apple's new M1 chip, the new iMac is sleek, colorful, and rather fetching if you ask us. The advancement of the M1 has allowed Apple to trim the design of the device, condensing the iMac down by 50%. The chunky cooling system has been replaced by two fans that should cut down on that loud sound you often hear when the device is placed under pressure. The screen clocks in at 25 inches and features a 4.5K resolution. Oh, and True Tone, to ensure that those colors are going to pop louder and brighter than ever before. The new iMac features a 1080p HD FaceTime camera for all your video call needs. Using the M1 chip, Apple promises that the camera will be able to balance video quality details, such as noise reduction and white balance automatically. It also features a three mic array to ensure that your voice booms through the iMac crystal clear. Apple states it's the best microphone ever added to an iMac yet. It'll feature a six speaker system that'll make use of Dolby Atmos to give you a great global sound. Again, Apple says it's the best speaker system ever included in an iMac, and that's pretty good considering previous speakers were less than desirable, to put it kindly. In terms of CPU power, the new iMac is reportedly 85% faster than old iMacs. As for the GPU, it's twice as fast as the last version of the iMac. As an example, you'll be able to process and edit five streams of 4K video all at the same time, which seems unnecessary, but still a cool flex. It features four USB-C ports, two of which are Thunderbolt, because of course they are. And the ethernet cable connects to the power block, which is actually really cool, if you ask us. Saves up on some space. The new Magic Keyboard features Touch ID to make sure your device is more secure than ever. It's seamless, allowing users to even switch between profiles with a single touch of a button. There's a new Magic Mouse too, but that seems to be more of the same, if you ask us. The Apple iMac launches in seven colors, $1,300 $1,300 that will launch in May of this year, or to start on the 30th of April in the US, but we're not sure about South Africa just yet. We'll keep you updated. You'll probably find it in the iStore at some point in the near future. Continuing on with the Apple announcements, the company is back at it again with its snazzy new homegrown processors, but this time they're not being dropped into a MacBook or an iPhone. It's the iPad's time to shine, and the newly announced range of iPad Pros will be running a version of that blistering M1 chip ensure that you're browsing, designing, and reading faster than ever. Announced at this year's first Apple hardware announcement, the spring-loaded thing as mentioned earlier, we're set to see several models of the Pro land and not very much time at all. The big news is obviously the inclusion of Apple Silicon in the company's range of Pro tablets. Technically, this was always the case with the A series chips, but we're not looking at the same hardware Apple uses to power its laptops. A substantial power boost is being claimed, allowing 4K video editing, 3D editing, while also enabling native support for Xbox and PlayStation controllers, with the haptics intact. Plus, there's Apple's Neural Engine, an image signal processor, and you get the idea. It's gonna be powerful. You're going to want a keyboard cover, because it's not a tablet anymore. It's a computer now. It has been for a while, but now it's more emphatic. You'll be able to pick up the iPad Pro in two sizes, an 11-inch model and a larger 12.9-inch version for those folks who really want to see what they're doing. The 11-inch version still uses a Liquid Retina display, but the 12.9-inch is going to justify the price. Remember Apple's Pro Display XDR monitors? Apple's iPad Pro 12.9-inch has taken a few cues from that. It includes the Liquid Retina XDR display with a 1000-nit brightness, a peak of 1600 nits, 1 to 1 million contrast, and support for HDR10, HLG, and Dolby Vision Atmos. If you're planning on video editing, the 12.9 Pro is the portable device to do it on. There are other upgrades that are worth paying attention to, including the inclusion of 5G to the company's cellular Pro tablets. Don't go picking up the Wi-Fi-only version and expecting it to work on SA's limited 5G networks, but the cellular models will go as fast as the networks allow. Apple's also taunting us with a US-only function, even more speed if you're on an American cellular network, allegedly. It's not like we can test that. There's also a new 12 megapixel ultra wide camera up front that enables something called center stage. This is a feature that keeps you in frame while video calling, automatically zooming in or out based on who is in view. It's a handy addition in a world where a lot more communication is being done on video and it seems to be slickly handled. We can't wait to try it out, weirdly enough. Lastly, there's support for Thunderbolt and USB 4 coming to the iPad Pro. So you want one? Well, the upgraded 11 Pro starts overseas from $800 roughly 11,500 Rand. While the 12.9 inch monster will set buys back at least $1,100, which translates to around 15,800 Rand. It's slated to drop in mid-May this year with a local launch and pricing still to be confirmed. Stay tuned, we'll have more details as it's available. The last announcement of the evening was Apple's new Apple TV. And well, we've been expecting something new from Apple's TV for some time now. And that new thing is Apple TV 4K. It's an update on the last box, with not much difference in terms of design. As usual, the company's made more changes on the inside rather than out, though it's not completely the same as the last version. Apple stuck in a new processor, the company's powerful A12 Bionic chipset, which will allow the little streamer box to support high frame rate HDR, something that various broadcasters are setting up to support in the States. It'll handle 60 FPS footage, either from a broadcaster or in Dolby Vision, as recorded by an Apple iPhone 12 Pro. The Apple TV 4K also has a new color balance setting, which uses an iPhone's light sensor to analyze your screen and adjust the little streaming box to compensate for your TV's possibly not great quality. This cool-looking feature does rather rely on you owning one of Tim Cook's handsets, but if you're listening to this, you probably already have one. The major redesign is a new Siri remote, which is a little smaller, slicker, and clickier. The remote's circular ring can be used as a jog control, letting you scroll through content by circling your thumb around it. Handy if you want to feel like you're editing video for Universal, we guess. It handles power and mute functions for most TVs, and Siri works from the remote in more countries now. South Africa still isn't well of them though. Boo. There are 32GB and 64GB versions on the way, with a late May 2021 launch set internationally. Pricing is $180, or roughly 2,600 Rand for the 32GB model, and $200 or 2,900 Rand for the 64 gigabyte model. Local info will probably turn up later. Thank you for listening to Stuff Magazine's Tech Bite. We'll be back tomorrow with all the tech news you may have missed. <laughs>